0: Renegade
1: Talk Radio
2: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video
3: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to American Journal, I'm your host Harrison Smith, you're watching us on InfoWars.com, band.video as ever, thank you so much for being here with us, we a pretty big show for you today, it's a little bit of a slow news day, but that's alright, because there's still, oh just plenty to talk about, all sorts of crazy nonsense. And we'll get into all of it. uh, We also have been a little bit light on phone calls this week, and we're going to make up for that today and be taking your phone calls throughout the show. I guess let's just get right into it, shall we, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 23rd of September, 2022. Exclusive from Gateway Pundit, DOJ drops a bomb, admits federal government ran informants inside the Oath Keepers on January 6th. They sprung this on the January 6th attorneys less than one week before trials. Next week, the United States government is holding trials of several Oath Keeper members who attended the protest in Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th. The DOJ is hoping to convince a jury that the Oath Keepers were planning an insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th. Stuart Rhodes, the Oathkeeper founder and president, told all the members to leave their firearms and hotels outside of the city. Of course, they were working security that day at the ellipse where President Donald Trump spoke to, million, to a million supporters. Several Oathkeepers then walked to the U.S. Capitol where at least two more protests were planned. A handful of Oathkeeper members entered the U.S. Capitol that day where they stood around, picked up trash, spoke with police, and left when they were told to. You know, like an insurrection, like a deadly terrorist attack. Except not at all. Next week, the government starts its trial against Oathkeeper members, they arrested. The trial for Oathkeeper's founder Stuart Rhodes starts on Tuesday with jury selection. On Thursday, the US government sent a letter to the attorneys of nine Oathkeep members, with the US government finally admitting in this letter that they were running confidential human sources inside the Oathkeepers organization on january sixth. The government also notified the attorneys that they are issuing a protective order for the operatives that they ran inside the organization on January 6th. The feds sandbagged the defense for nearly two years and then sprang the existence of these confidential human sources at the 11th hour. On Thursday evening, sources notified the Gateway Pundit. The government admitted to defense attorneys that there were government operatives inside the Oath Keepers organization. So in other words, if there had been a plan to stage an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol – They could have stopped it before it ever went forward. The fact that it did go forward is more or less proof that there was never a plan to be violent in the first place, sort of destroying the entire foundation of the government's case and destroys their reasoning for having kept these people in prison, in many cases solitary confinement, for the last several months. Just open corruption, manipulation, and yes, feds in the ranks of the protesters on January 6th. We'll report more on that later in the show. Moving on here, this is CNN's headline, occupied parts of Ukraine vote, to vote on joining Russia in, quote, sham referendums. <laughs> they, just, they just insert the word sham, put it in quotation marks, and change the entire meaning of the headline without adding any, Factual difference. The referendums, which are illegal under international law, it's illegal to hold a vote. It's illegal to ask people what they want to do. This is international law after all. We uphold international law when it benefits us. (laughs) So now we're very serious about it. They dismiss it as a sham by Western governments and Kiev. But it could the way, pave the way for Russian annexation of the area, allowing Moscow to frame the ongoing Ukraine counteroffensive as an attack on Russia itself. Such a move could provide Russia, uh, Moscow with a pretext to escalate its faltering war, which has seen Kiev regain thousands of square miles of territory this month. In an address Wednesday, Russian President Vladimir Putin raised the specter of nuclear weapons in his address. Saying that he would use all means at our disposal if he deemed the territorial and territorial integrity of Russia to be jeopardized. Again, we'll report uh, more on this later. It probably is a sham referendum. But frankly, aren't they all? This wasn't Brexit? I mean, aren't they all?
2: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Finishing up our daily
3: dispatch on this, the 23rd of September. Britain bets all on historic tax cuts and borrowing, and investors take fright. Britain's new finance minister, Kwasi Kwarteng unleashed historic tax cuts and huge increases in borrowing on Friday in an economic agenda that floored financial markets with sterling and British government bonds in freefall. Hartang scrapped the country's top rate of income tax, cancelled a planned rise in corporate taxes and for the first time put a price tag on the spending plans of Prime Minister Liz Trust, who wanted to who wants to double Britain's rate of economic growth. Investors unloaded short-dated government British government bonds as fast as they could with the cost of borrowing over five years seeing its biggest one day rise since 1991 as Britain raised its debt insurance uh, issuance plans rather for the current financial year by 72.4 billion pounds or about 81 billion dollars. The pound slid below $1.11 for the first time in 37 years. The announcement marked a step change in british economic policy harking back to the thatcherite and reaganomics doctrines of the 1980s that critics have derided as a return to trickle-down economics y'all know that the term trickle-down economics was never actually used in a positive way by reagan himself like they act like this was something that Republicans actually invented and were like thought was real, but no, it was a disparaging way to describe the absolute economic boom that was experienced by all Americans under Reagan. Just a just a little historical note there for you every time you hear the words trickle down economics recognize that is a total and baseless mischaracterization. ...of what it actually is, which is just good economics, which is just letting people keep their money and getting the government out of the way. But we'll see how that goes. Gateway Pundit has this story. GOP lawmaker obtains new documents that show Joe and Hunter Biden working to sell U.S. natural gas and drilling assets to China. They have whistleblowers who will testify. We'll show you a video of Representative James Comer talking to John Solomon of Just the News. A little bit later in the show, Representative Comer recently obtained new documents to show Hunter and Joe Biden were working to sell American natural gas and drilling assets to communist China. Oh, leave him alone, you guys. Right, Joe Biden, Joe Biden gets asked about Hunter, and he's like, I love my son. He's had difficult addictions. People need to stop bullying him and being, being mean to him. We don't care about that, Joe. And we said you don't love your son. You probably love your kids too much from what I've heard. It's a little creepy, actually. Your grandchildren, too. We're all concerned about all that, but that's not what the concern over Hunter Biden is. What the concern over Hunter Biden is is that you use him as a proxy to carry out your corrupt dealing where you sell the wealth and power of America to the highest bidder of our foreign adversaries. So that's a big issue, actually. Maybe stop. it's, It's almost weird how it's like it's like the you know the the degenerate drug addicted you know whoremonger that is Hunter Biden. It's like shouldn't that make it worse? Somehow they deflect. It's like like this is the situation that we're in when you talk about the son of the president, it's like, well, he's just a crack-addicted whoremonger, okay? So leave him alone. It's like, no, that's bad already, but that's actually the least objectionable thing about him. Actually, it's the open and ubiquitous corruption that follows him everywhere he goes, but we'll talk more about that later. Finally, finally we have this story, which really just makes me wonder how long, how long— Until we're at this level. Mexico City police injured by explosion at protest. An explosion occurred outside Mexico's attorney general's office on Thursday, injuring police as protesters demonstrated ahead of the anniversary of the 2014 disappearance of 43 students clashed with officers in. Uh, clad in riot gear. Those injured by the explosion were loaded onto ambulances. Broken glass and blood were visible. Members of a bomb squad cordoned off the area. One undetonated object that an explosives technician recovered appeared to be a small pipe bomb, a tube with two capped ends. Mexico City's police department said that 11 police officers were injured by shrapnel from fireworks and some suffered bruises. They were all taken to hospitals and the injuries were not considered life-threatening. The protest was just one of a host of activities planned in advance of Monday's Monday's 8th anniversary of the students' disappearances, protests that include relatives of the disappeared students, have usually remained peaceful. Thursday's demonstration started that way, too, with chants and speeches. Most of the protesters boarded buses and left before a small group that stayed behind clashed with police. Mass protesters threw rocks and launched bottle rockets into police lines. Other spray-painted areas around the building with demands for the missing students' safe return. In case you don't know what happened, yeah, 43 students basically were disappeared by the Mexican government actually did a documentary on that with uh, Ben Swan one year, and we were followed around by the feds, and it was kind of horrifying, kind of terrifying because I guess it's easy to take for granted the safety and efficiency and uprightness, I guess you'd say, of the American system where we still – as much as it's going away – you can still question and investigate everybody except for the clintons and feel pretty safe about it not so much in mexico if it's not you've got the the two-headed beast of the cartels and the police and it's hard to say which is the more threatening to the average you know normal mexican citizen so you know this is where we're going this is where we're headed right i can see it happening in america within the next few years but It's uh, another example of why maybe we should tap the brakes on the whole collapsing into a third world status so we don't have to have things like an election season where 300 candidates are murdered, right, where journalists are murdered by the dozens every single year where the police can disappear, 43 students, and then never answer a single question about it ever and the protests of which go on for years for culminating in a terrorist attack. Maybe, maybe we can, we cannot be the corrupt society that we find south of our border. But it's getting increasingly difficult as south of the border is increasingly entering into our country. So there it is. That's it for the Daily Dispatch. We're going to move on now, folks. I don't know how much I'll talk. I I watched the trial yesterday. I pretty much watched the whole thing yesterday, as much of it as I could. There's been lots of clips going around right now. I guess I won't say too much about it. Uh, What I will say is they're not shy about going after our form of income to really an absurd degree. I mean you would never – you can never even imagine. You couldn't even fathom CNN or Fox News and the president of those companies having to – get up and be bombarded with questions about the products that they advertise, holding up holding up a product that they advertise and going, do you know how much this makes to cost to manufacture and how much they sell it for? It's like it's an advertisement. If people want the product, they can buy it. If they don't, they don't. And, of course, the entire thing is predicated. Like their entire um, method, their entire strategy in this court proceedings is – it's a media play, right? It's for the cameras. It's a show trial with a predetermined outcome and you're just forcing – it's a struggle session like Alex said on the stand yesterday. So it's mostly for the media and they're mostly relying on the ignorance of the people watching the media to get across their point. In other words, they spent a long time talking about how cheap it is to produce the products versus what we sell it for with like a couple hundred percent markup which is totally normal. Alex tells you about it whenever he talks about these products anyway. And I guess they just expect people not to understand that items are cheaper when you buy like 10,000 of them, right? If you buy 10,000 cans of Coke, it's going to be cheaper than buying just one. And cans of Coke are actually a pretty good uh, example for this. You know how much it costs to produce a can of Coke? I was doing some research on the internet. The number I came up with was about five cents. Okay, it t- 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 about, takes about five cents to produce a can of Coke. And they sell them routinely for like $2.50, $3 in some cases. It's like a 500% markup. I mean, that's it's even more than that. It's an insane markup. But, of course, InfoWars is bad, guys, because we sell things for super cheap, actually. Cheaper than you can get them at grocery stores, InfoWarsStore.com. Go get a fantastic supplement. Stick your, eye, stick your finger in the eye of the New it's World It's the order. fourth
0: coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful. The man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic. The man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is ...funding the information war against the globalist, Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. Ultimate fish oil is back in stock at InfowarStore.com, What does ultimate mean? That's just our name for the best, the highest grade. What this concentrated anchovy oil, pure arctic krill oil, and high quality wild caught salmon oil does for your brain, your heart, your cardiovascular system, and for your entire body's functions is insane. Regular low-grade fish oil in all the studies does outstanding things. This is the highest grade, and it's not been pasteurized, it's not been boiled, so it has its original effects intact. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody should visit infoWorkStore.com today and get Ultimate Fish Oil finally back in stock for 50% off. For our regular fans or big supporters, you're going to love it. You already know how great it is. But for folks who have been on the fence, experience Ultimate Fish Oil for yourself. Try taking some before bedtime and see what happens with your dreams.
2: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: All right, welcome back, folks. Cover today. We're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines nice and early this Friday morning. 1 789 2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. 1 789 2539. We have a lot of videos to play. Let's uh, let's watch them, shall we? Babylon B is doing a pretty good job. They're doing a pretty good job of coming out with skits. They come out with them uh, pretty regularly, and I really think they're getting. They're getting better. The ideas are always pretty good. The jokes, they could use a few more jokes, but I just like seeing actually good sketch comedy. I don't even care if it's political or not. It's just I grew up with, you know, the best of Saturday Night Live tapes and Monty Python tapes and even Mad TV back then had some pretty decent characters. That can make you laugh every once in a while. Doesn't really exist anymore. Really, I thought maybe the, maybe the the two thousands were like the heyday of sketch comedy. Dave Chappelle, Saturday Night Live. There was actually actually some fun stuff going on. Nowadays, it's just all pathetically bad. So it's it's great to see the right wing taking over that gap in entertainment, actually producing good skits that are funny and have a political message that is not the one that you hear from everywhere else, you know. It's like the option now you get is you can watch CNN where they're very seriously telling you the talking points you need to understand or you can go to SNL or or The Late Show and hear the exact same talking points but with a, lack tra- a laugh track underneath. It's the death of culture. It's the strangulation of our entire entertainment system and it's wonderful to see Right wingers breaking out during this drought of comedy that we're experiencing right now. So let's go to clip number one here. It's Babylon B. The FBI gets a great night's sleep after raiding the My Pillows guy. Let's watch.
4: Hi, I'm FBI Special Agent Hetfield. We recently raided founder and CEO of My Mike Lindell. We expected to find evidence of election tech fraud, support for Trump, which as you know, is highly illegal. We didn't find any of that, though. What we did find was a good night's sleep. (laughs) I gotta say, politics aside, these pillows that we confiscated from Mike Lindell are the most comfortable, nicest pillows that I've ever slept on. I mean, all the guys in the office can't stop talking about how comfortable and soft they really are. Before we rated Mike Lindell as a political stunt, I was using a competitor's pillow. And I just couldn't get a wink. It was not a good pillow. Oh, I can't sleep. How can I sleep knowing I'm just a political arm of the Biden administration? <sighs> uh. But now, after a long day raiding Biden's political opponents, investigating concerned parents at school board meetings, and egging on disturbed young men to commit acts of terror, I can finally catch abusees with my pillow's patented adjustable fill stay cool technology and fluffy design that will not go flat no matter how many trump supporters i beat with it where were you on january 6th scum you want me to do it again i'll hit you again is that what you want go ahead it's so comfortable my pillow the official pillow of the fbi when you can't sleep at night because your conscience is bothering you from all the raids on American citizens you're carrying out each and every day, make it a pillow. Order yours today and save with promo code B1. That's B-E-E and the number one.
3: Yeah, pretty, pretty good stuff. Yeah, didn't find any evidence of terrorism. Didn't find any evidence of election tampering or anything of the sort, but did find a wonderful night's sleep. Sometimes the simplest ideas are the best. Oh, we have another really good video here. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll continue on a high note here at the beginning of the show before we delve into the depths of corruption as we begin talking about politics in general. I want to go to clip number ten here. This is a representative, or at least a member of Gays Against Groomers, speaking out at a city or county council meeting there in California with a very powerful diatribe against the perversion and manipulation of children happening at schools again this is the group that was just banned from paypal banned from google banned from a number of platforms banned from twitter at some point the word itself groomers banned from twitter because how dare you suggest that we not proselytize and propagandize your child into our particular religious view these are sick people they are groomers and enablers of groomers and it's wonderful to see americans of every stripe of every you know, whatever sexual inclination like it doesn't matter you're an adult you can do whatever you want just stay away from our children and it's great to see people standing up against this you just have to wonder if the people listening even care a little bit they should let's watch <laughs>
5: Good evening. My name is Mario Presents, and I'm here as a representative from Gays Against Groomers Coalition with over 250,000 followers across social media and as the uncle of two students in your district. It has come to our attention that the district intends to teach transgenderism to children under the age of 10 without parental consent. If I were to teach your child about my sexuality without your consent or involvement, I'd be arrested. But when the school district does it, it's education districts are teaching transgenderism when they should be teaching science math and language instead teachers are hiding student pronouns from their parents under the guise of gender affirmation can you imagine the uproar if schools were evangelizing or baptizing children without parental consent isn't that sort of what you're doing you don't tuck these children in at night you don't teach them to stand up to bullies you don't pay their medical bills and you certainly don't hold their hands in the hospital these parents do Simple truths based in science need to be upheld for our society to flourish. The gross indoctrination we're seeing is creating a lifetime of medication and hormones because you can't simply pause puberty. Men cannot become women and sex chromosomes are encoded into the fabric of our DNA. Simply affirming a teenager's gender is akin to affirming anorexia. Both are body dysmorphic disorders, yet we don't teach the starving teenagers how to binge and purge or affirm that they are indeed overweight. However, school districts, including yours, seem to have no issue secretly teaching girls that they can be boys because they feel uncomfortable in their bodies. A grown adult woman can't get a hysterectomy without extensive medical forms and doctor's visits, but Dr. Safir over the hill in Sherman Oaks is willing to do top and bottom surgery, sterilizing children for life. Parents must be a part of the education process when teaching sexuality to students, and it definitely doesn't need to happen under the age of 10 years old.
3: the applause continues unabated for like a good 30 seconds until the speaker has to shut everybody up. Shut up. Okay, shut up. We know he's right, but we're going to ignore him and continue doing what we're doing. It's really amazing how much you can fit into two minutes. That was a two minute speech there that covered the entire topic from just about every single angle. Bravo. Uh, incredibly well done. And when you realize that this really is proselyt- proselytizing a religion, you understand just how objectionable this type of programming is in public schools. Incredible
0: stuff. We'll be right back. Just look at these headlines from Reuters. World faces unprecedented global hunger crisis, UN chief says, going into 2023. World Food Program warns of global. Food catastrophe, looming global catastrophe. The world could run out of food by 2023, major studies say, and the reports go on and on. We told you this was a designed program by The globalists two and a half years ago. We told you energy and food prices would explode, and now they're up more than 40% in the U.S. alone. Some areas of the world, are up over 100%. The only way you beat inflation and protect yourself and your family is with high-quality, affordable food ready to ship right now at preparetoday.com. At a very rare sale of 10% off site-wide, not just on durable food, but survival and preparedness items is happening right now. 10% off at preparetoday.com. And on top of it, any order above $99 gets free shipping. That is a huge part of the cost of storable food. So go to preparetoday.com and protect yourself and your family while you still can. Infowars.com is tomorrow's
2: news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies
3: and gentlemen. This is American Journal InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support us. And you can. As much as they don't want you to, as much as powers that be you want to portray InfoWars selling products as some sort of devious scheme to raise money, it's... Uh, It's just what everybody does. It's just literally the same thing everyone does. So, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, we got to keep ourselves on air. I guess we could go to some sort of uh, subscription model and then that would be portrayed as some devious scheme. You expect people to pay you money just to watch the stuff you produce? What sort of sick game is this? (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) Uh, okay, I mean we're up front about literally everything, so here's how it goes. We give you the information for free. We stream live for free. We have our videos up forever as soon as they go up. We have Video, and we have one source of advertising. It's InfoWars Store. You can get everything you need at InfoWars Store, whether it's for your own personal life or do your holiday shopping. Get it done early. Get it out of the way. Get some air filters and some water filters. It doesn't matter – who you give it to, they'll love it. Their life will be improved by it. They don't have to know where it comes from. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Take advantage of the immunity supercharger sale and keep us on the air and fighting back in the face of overwhelming, tyrannical, authoritarian attacks. By the way, this is my first time holding the Theodore Roosevelt Citizen in a Republic Man in the Arena coin. I've already blemished it with my fingerprints, but my goodness, the man in the arena, one ounce, 0.999 fine silver. You can get this at 1776coin.com. It is a keepsake. It is a token of your participation in the info war, and it is really a beautiful work of art. It's almost, uh, it's the type of thing, it's, I don't want I don't want to compare it to the blood clots that were pulled out Right in front of me. But it's the type of thing that watching it later on TV, it doesn't have the same impact as seeing it in person. I'm getting kind of the same feeling here. I've seen so many videos of this coin, and it's a beautiful coin on video. But, man, holding it in your hand, it really is, it really is a beautiful thing. Silver. Rings like a bell when you, when you strike it. But there it is, the Theodore Roosevelt, citizen in a republic, man in the arena coin. Get yours today at 1776coin.com. We're going to take your phone calls now. We have a lot of phone calls coming in, so we're going to get to as many of these as possible. Still more videos to show you, still more pretty jaw-dropping revelations in the political sphere. We also have some interesting developments in the European sphere, some white pilling, some good news out of the countries of Europe where both Italy and Sweden have recently taken a hard right turn in the most recent elections both Sweden and Italy, now to be ruled by the far-right members of that society, meaning they may be getting back on track. And there's a pretty interesting dichotomy that we'll get into between the countries actually trying to do something right for their citizens and the countries actively and openly replacing their citizens with foreigners. It's pretty astonishing, and we'll get into that a little bit later as well but for now let's go out to your phone calls we've got dr j in south carolina who's got some solutions for us he says he knows where we need to hit these people thanks for calling in dr j you're on the air
1: good morning
6: harrison good morning sir hey yeah i uh you know i've been thinking a lot about you know what's the best way to hit these people uh proverbially of course um and and they are so into material things that we know they, they want the globe, right? These are globalists. They want the globe mm. for themselves only. And this vaccine thing that they've done, again, this isn't the first time. You know, there was the, the vaccine that was reportedly back in the 1819, uh, the the, uh, the Spanish flu of 1819. Of, of Ni- yeah, 1919, uh, I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 1918. Yeah, I had that reversed. I'm a little dyslexic. Sorry. But so that was reportedly, you know, the the joke going around in the hospital or not the joke but the sarcasm was that there were more people dying of shots in the hospital than were out on the battlefield. And that's really how many that vaccine plan back then killed and they, you know, of course blamed it all on the on the Spaniards, which still detest us for that for that very thing. But well,
3: you know what's amazing? So I was listening to a uh, episode of hardcore history. There's a podcast called Hardcore History, very well done by a guy named Dan Carlin, and he did it was just incredibly interesting listen to I listened to it last weekend and it was about plagues I wish I could remember the exact name of it Uh, but it was a podcast about a history of plagues and sicknesses and pandemics and epidemics and it was recorded before coronavirus and so hearing the way that plagues or pandemics were talked about and he sort of asked the question, what would what would it look like if something like this happened in the modern day was extremely eye-opening. And when he gets to the Spanish flu, and he's talking about the Spanish flu, it was one of those things where it was just like, you wanted to stop and go, well, well hold on, there's something missing here. Because the history of the Spanish flu, as I understand it, the official history, was that the yeah. Spanish flu cropped up at a military base in the U.S. in like right. the middle of America, right? So... And it's, it, you know, and he's, he's talking about all these different flus and he, or all these different viruses and how they come about and blah, blah. blah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. then in 1918, this flu cropped up at this military base. And it's like, well, hold, where did it come? Well, hold on. Hold, pump the brakes there for a minute. You can't just History
6: repeats itself, right?
3: This. Right. Yeah.
6: And so I want to get it out there. and I'm so glad there's some other people like Stu Peters and I talked with Josh McCash not too long ago and he's, they're anti-vaxxers now and more people are heading that way. Yeah, And I really want to hear you guys say is what we need to do is stop it with the kids. I mean, that's where they got us. They had us already on this mandate thing with our children. And it's never really been shown to do anything, even with polio. It was like the sanitation took half of that away before the vaccine ever came out. And they took the credit for it.
3: You know, I'll tell you the. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? If you're trying to take advantage of somebody, if you're trying to manipulate someone, the most vulnerable person maybe in the world is a parent with a sick child, right? Of a parent, course. A parent who, who has a, their child suffering in their arms and is looking for any professional answer, anybody who can say, I understand what's going on and I can help you fix it, they'll do anything, to, to help the child get better. So it makes perfect sense that they use the children and they use the pressure on the parents and go, it's going to be your fault if the child dies, if you don't let me stick them with this needle. And uh, that is, that is the most powerful form of persuasion you can possibly get. So I, I think you're exactly right. And, you know, again, this is what Bill Gates was pointing to when he said, we're in a worse position than we were before. They expected the coronavirus to be such an overwhelming I mean, and it was obviously it completely changed the entire world for all of history. Will it'll never be the same, regardless of if we get back to some sense of norm- normalcy. The changes that have been made are already incontrovertible or, or irreversible at this point. But you know, his point was that now people looked into the coronavirus vaccine. They saw they had some questions about it. They saw that maybe we weren't getting the full truth about it, and so then they started asking questions about other vaccines. And this has been one of the main backlashes against coronavirus and one of the failures of the new world order in this regard they wanted all of us to come begging to, to you know on our knees please give us more vaccines when instead people went the other direction and i think you're also seeing that on evidence in europe and again we'll get into this a little bit later maybe i'll cover it in the next segment but i want to take more phone calls um, but europe is major backlash against the great reset Electoral victories on the far right on explicitly anti-immigrant and anti-great reset positions. I mean, they pushed too hard, too fast. They they overplayed their hand, and they're now suffering the consequences of it. Let's go to. uh, Thanks so much for the call, Doctor J. Very good stuff. Let's go to U-Haul in Alabama. We have about a minute left in this segment. U-Haul, you're on the air.
1: All right, I'll try to make it as fast as possible. Tomorrow, I would just want to warn all the listeners, along with yourself, Mister Harrison, about sort of the end of something called uh, the Schmitta or the. uh, yeah, the Schmitt, the S-H-M-I-T-A, the sabbatical year, the year of the Sabbath. Basically, what it is, is that it's the end of every seven years. We have 9-11. We have the mortgage meltdown. We have the Chinese banks meltdown in 2015 and the migrant crisis. In tw- and uh, also in 2015. This year, we have the Russian election going on in the four regions there and um, what's that? I don't know if you could hold me over to the break unless I could go sorry no, I um, hear yeah. the
7: music
3: well this is something that I've not heard before so I would like to hold you over so every seven years something bad happens uh, we'll hear more about this on the other side with U-Haul from Alabama and take more of your phone calls don't go anywhere
0: folks people ask me all the time what is your best nootropic you've got turbo force you've got brain force plus and you've got brain force ultra which one is better and that's like asking What's better, a Ford F 150 uh, or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. Turbo Force is 10 hours of clean, out of control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. Brain Force Plus is a long term acting, clean nootropic. This Brain Force Ultra is a super fast acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long they're all three different formulas and finally back in stock massively discounted brain force ultra is available at Infowarstore.com. brain force ultra back in stock Infowarstore.com. the scientific dictatorship that i've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working, and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. Infowarstore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because of the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, Vazo Beats, and others. So get them today at Infowarstore.com. And I thank you for being part of the resistance.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome
3: back, ladies and gentlemen. The American Journal, infowars.com, still going strong. You go out to your phone calls now. U Haul in Alabama, you were saying that every seven years something bad happens, like it's cyclical or or even almost planned. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I'm a little bit skeptical because it seems like the type of thing that, you know, I'm sure I could come up with something every eight years that's bad and go, see, I told you something bad happened. And, and, you know, something that happens every year. So I mean, what is your evidence that this is something that's actually on a cyclical cycle and not just something that you can sort of uh, impose upon world events and sort of, uh, you know, find patterns that maybe don't, don't exist, you know, outside of your, your perception. Yeah. No, I'm not a part of
1: the Jewish faith or whatever, but every seventh years is the year of the Sabbath. No, there's, or s-h-e-m-i-t-a okay, it's yeah. every seven years and so yeah it's basically according to that and i don't know if it's more than just some zodiac calendar but what it is is that when i when you kind of look back at what happened in 2015 the chinese banks, 2008 lehman brothers that was here in us uh and also in 2015 was the start of the migrant crisis demographic change in europe the entire continent 2001 we know what happened there and so just According, and then now that I look at it, or at least if I were to kind of add things up for this year, overnight at midnight, you had Donetsk, Luhansk, Pearson, and Zephyr Weezia basically have their elections. And so what Putin says is that, well, if you do anything to our territories now, this is considered nuclear war. Yeah. And so their elections that took place overnight, basically, they didn't have any voting places, a voting place at all. I think it was door to door. So it was all ballot harvesting. So with the, whatever happens with that result, it wouldn't surprise me that something ominous happens this weekend. And then you look at this country, the railroad strike did not end with Amtrak or the railroad yards and the unions. FedEx already gives a bad forecast. And so kind of what we saw back in 08, but it's just, again, uh, and, uh, of course, I'm not here to push paranoia or nothing. It's just something to be on the lookout because the cycle that uh, the start of Rosh Hashanah starts, I believe, tomorrow night into Sunday morning. So it, I'll call you again on Monday in case I'm wrong to have egg in my face, and then buy like ten seventeen seventy six points from you just for that. So, uh, that'd, so that'd I wouldn't well, mind doing it.
3: <laughs> thank, thank you for this call. Yeah, I hadn't heard about this. If y'all could bring up that page again, I just want to read from this Wikipedia page in ca- for our radio listeners in case you can't read it on on your screen. I'd never heard of this. Schmitta, the Sabbath year, meaning release, also called the sabbatical year or seventh year of the land, uh, the seventh year of a seven-year agricultural cycle mandated by the Torah in the land of Israel and observed in Judaism during shmita. The land is left to lie fallow, and all agricultural activity, including plowing, planting, pruning, and harvesting, is forbidden by the Great Reset. I'm sorry, forbidden by the World Economic Forum. No, I'm sorry, uh, is forbidden by Jewish law. Other cultivation techniques, such as watering, fertilizing, weeding, spraying, trimming, and mowing, may be performed as a preventative measure only, not to improve the growth of trees or other plants. Additionally, any fruits or herbs which grow of their own accord and which no watch is kept over them are deemed Ownerless and may be picked by anyone. A variety of laws also applies to the sale, consumption, and disposal of Shemitah produce. All debts except those of foreigners were to be remitted. That's very interesting. And the current Shemitah year is 2021 to 2022 or Anomundi 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Pretty interesting. Chapter 25 of the book of Leviticus promises bountiful harvest to, vote to those who observe the Shemitah and Described its observance as a test of religious faith. Interesting stuff. I hadn't been aware of that. You all, thank you. And of course, you're bringing up September 24th. There's been a lot of talk about September 24th. I haven't really been able to put my finger on exactly where this talk comes from. Apparently, there was a person speaking to either German Parliament or European Parliament who just made an offhand comment. It may have been Polish, actually. I'm sorry. I don't have the exact details, but I'm sure people have seen this. It's been going around. He's saying September 24th will be a day everyone will remember. It's kind of like everyone's going, what? Why? Why Why would he say that? And what is this about? I I can't really put my finger. I see a lot of talk about it, but I can't figure out where it's coming from or what people think is happening. We have Bo in Arizona who's called in about this topic. Let's go to line 11 here. Bo, thanks for calling in. What is happening on September 24th, tomorrow? What do you think is going on? You got me. Yeah, I got you, Bo.
8: Yeah. So, well, and I again, I'm not Jewish either. I'm going to follow up. So, yeah, we have Rosh Hashanah on Monday. It looks like, and this is basically just the Sabbath year, every seventh year. Mm-hmm. Everything biblically is in um, in the certain numbers. There's sevens. There's 33s when you look at generational stuff in the in the Old Testament. Sure. And so everything is very, very cyclical. And um, it's also, from what I hear, now I couldn't dig too deep into this. My girlfriend got a flat tire, I had to take off. But it's also September 24th, 25th is the end of a 50 year jubilee on the calendar, is what I've seen as well. So it's a bunch of dates, cycles coming together at one point.
3: It's yeah, a very interesting,
8: interesting theory. I, I just want everyone paying attention. paying
3: attention this weekend is the Um, is the jubilee another jewish thing
8: um i yeah i do believe so okay and i again i i had to take off before i dug into it i'm going to dig into it deeply after work Hmm. so i might call in on monday with egg on my face too but you know it's uh something to keep your head around
9: on a swivel for
3: yeah, it is interesting. It's just one of these things where this date, September 24th, about two weeks ago, people started talking about it as if it was something important. And that's why actually I named the daily dispatch on my sub stack. a little subtitle of it is the calm before the storm, because today was such sort of a slow news day. And it was kind of like, well, maybe it's a slow news day before a very big news day tomorrow. I guess we'll wait and see. If anybody else has any information about why September 24th is important, give us a call at one 789 2539 Thanks for that call, Bo. Appreciate it. Remember, you can find all of the stories that we cover and the ones we don't even get to every day. Big link dump of the daily news at harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. And, of course, you can support us by going to infowarsstore.com, keeping us on air, keeping us in the fight as we attempt to bungle our way through the hints and you know, clues as to what the globalists have in store for us, you can go to offlimits.news to subscribe as well. Let's go to, uh ooh, I'm excited to go to Jefferson, but he just called in. So we'll go to some people who've been on hold for a while. Marina in Idaho says, there is hope. Good, Marina. I'm glad to hear it. What's What's making you feel hopeful today?
10: <laughs> Hi, Harrison. It's so great to be on here. I'm a first-time caller um, I'm from Idaho, or I'm from California, converted to Idaho. Um, <laughs> I'm a stay-at-home, I like yeah, stay-at-home mom of four, young kids. Oh, wow. Um, uh, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I just know that there's so many, uh, people out there just like me, um, paired with, you know, a husband that, um, are just trying to raise their kids right, and there's probably millions of you out there. Um and there' just there's so much to be done on our part for sure um I don't really know what to say. I've planned so much, but my dad turned me on to the to Alice Jones probably about ten over ten years ago, and um, I've just been learning so much um and just I've been really keen about what I put in my kids' bodies, yeah, what I put in my own body um and i just think that everyone out there needs to be mindful be mindful of themselves and everyone around them
3: yeah no absolutely and i think what you're talking about really is the quiet revolution going on right now because i'll tell you you're not the only one and it's people that aren't they aren't necessarily political they aren't even necessarily aligned with us politically but just about everybody i talk to especially the young women having babies are so awake now to the poison in everyday foods. I mean my wife is like – I mean it, it's it's next level, you know, the care that she puts into preparing food and making sure the food that we're getting is not GMO or tainted with seed oils and soy and all this sort of stuff. And my wife is not political in the slightest, right? But she – you know, I I hear her all the time listening to these podcasts about gardening, about homesteading, about – you know food and and how to get the best food and how to prepare it and store it and keep it i mean this is really a quiet revolution going on which people might not see as political and the people involved in it might not have a political Impetus behind them, but that's when you start looking into now. Why is our food poisoned? Who allowed our food to be poisoned? You know, how did these laws get passed, and how are they getting away with this? And who's profiting from it? And then you start asking questions and looking into it, and you realize it's not just a tangential sort of something that's just happening because it's the modern world. It's all a part of the same plan. I think people are really yeah. recognizing that and waking up to it.
11: Well,
10: and in my church, we believe in the Book of Mormon, which mm-hmm. is another Testament of Jesus Christ, and in that book, there's um, what what we call secret combinations, and it's pretty much everything you guys talk about is people out there to get us right. for power and gain and control and control over the minds of people, and that's ex- exactly what's happening, and we learn from our history, which is in that book, which, you know, is a testament from the Americas yeah. in the early, early days. Um, but.
3: That's cool. I'm, uh-huh. sorry, I'm sorry we have to go to break our, our hours ending, but thank you so much for the call. Thank you, and, Well, thank you for everything that, that you do. Poor kids, man. That's got to be tough. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere.
12: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I
0: wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name. In fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull and they are shaking a red flag in our face. And the matador is the deep state with a long, skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys... They stage an event. This is Operation Matador.
2: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video.
3: Welcome back, folks. We've been getting some really great calls today. We're going to keep that train rolling. Go to a video here first, and we'll come back and take more of your phone calls on the other side. But you know, as the last caller was pointing out, this battle that humanity is engaged in—it's a physical battle with the the food that you eat and the medicine that you're given, and the, the literal physical components of your brain being manipulated through chemical activation by dopamine receptors and other sorts of things there's a spiritual element spiritual element to it where you know such as for myself i was always christian but once you get into the fight once you start really looking into what's going on you realize there's it's more than just fairy tales it's more than just you know some wisdom from some ancients it's like very real and still going on so it's there's spiritual aspects there's physical aspects there's the political aspects and it all ties in together it's all one big conflict taking place between good and evil and it all centers around or the main method of combat i should say is information and the flow of information and the control of information so we're going to watch a video here that really elucidates and illuminates the way that information is weaponized these days. The story can be found on Gateway Pundit. Representative Bishop calls out lying Democrat for saying Trump supporters, quote, bludgeoned police officer to death during hearing. So they just drop this in, right? It's a total lie. It's completely fabricated. It's totally baseless. And yet, they're just saying this. On the record, as a Congress member, I just hope it goes by unnoticed as a police officer was bludgeoned to death on January 6th. Then anyway, we're going to talk about other stuff, and this other representative has to go, hold, hold on. What did you just say, and what is your proof of this? And Let's hear this exchange. We'll talk a little, about, a little bit about it on the other side. Again, this is Rep- Representative uh, Bishop. Did you say a police officer was bludgeoned to death by the crowd at January 6th?
12: Did I hear that right? Let's listen. I, mean, I wasn't listening. We were conversing a bit. But did I hear? And I think did you say that that a police officer was bludgeoned to death
9: by the crowd at the January 6th riots? I said a police officer was bludgeoned to death. I did not say at the hands of whom, Mr. Bishop. Just who are you referring to, if you don't mind? Yeah. Saying? I can get that information for you in a few minutes. Well, I, I just want to make sure because are you I, are, you, are was, you denying that capital police that at least one capital police officer was was murdered in the in the midst of what happened on january 6th yeah i think i am denied i
12: mean here's what i i understood that there were reports early on that that sicknick was struck with a fire extinguisher and that subsequently was debunked as false he died of natural causes that were not connected to the event are we talking about the same person sicknick or are we talking about somebody else Seriously. I mean, this, it's, this, it's a genuine question.
8: Yeah, the, me- you know, the medical I, examiner, I, the U.S. Capitol Police put out a report agreeing with the medical examiner finding the
7: U.S.C.P. officer. I, Mr. Died Mr. In Mr. Bishop,
9: well, just a, a, in a, an initial thought. And, and I know um, that Mr. Roy, you two are an attorney. Uh, Mr. Bishop speaks often about how brilliant of an attorney he is. Uh, you know, we're talking about but for causation of Officer Sicknick's death. And so I, I would hope that you would at least concede at a minimum that Mr. Sicknick died as a result of what happened on January 6th. And and I'm disappointed if you would suggest otherwise, sir. Well, I, 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 was he, I mean, look, I, I don't think that's correct either, but just was he bludgeoned to death? Is
12: that because I think Ms. Demings was even looking at we we're soda voce between me and her saying he was, I'm, I'm sincere as, as I can be. My understanding is that that was debunked, and, and Mr. Roy just read the medical examiner's information do, do you guys contend that he was bludgeoned to death?
9: I, I contend that 138 Capitol and DC police officers were injured, and that multiple Capitol police officers died oh, as a, a direct was just, result of what happened on January 6th. And I hope that you—it's your time. Under, don't, you don't have to answer. I, 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 hope, just wanted, I, hope, I hope. you can you can see how one would question the sincerity of, of, of such a minute point in the midst of the gravity of everything else. Would the now. gentleman yield. Yeah. How about the gentleman is that? yield?
3: I'm going to say that next. I, you know, I'm just going to start using these tactics, right? You just openly lie, and when they go, hey, hold on, that's a lie, you go, I would hope that such minutiae would not get in the way of us understanding the reality of this. You know, just full-on lawyer speak, weasel words. I mean, if that doesn't explain everything right there, I- I'm going to expand on this more on the other side. You really need to delve into the unbelievably dishonest tactics that these people wield when they're caught lying.
2: Watch it live right now at band.video. We just watched that video uh, of Representative Bishop calling out
3: a blatant, bold faced blood libel. Uh, Just a total lie about a police officer being bludgeoned to death by Trump supporters. Of course, this is a lie that is continually spouted out by the entire establishment lie factory. The mainstream media, Joe Biden this is from Breitbart from March 3rd of this year. Joe Biden falsely claims five police officers killed by Trump supporters on January 6th. Right? No, no fact check. It's just utterly false, totally baseless, did not happen. Right? You really, have to, you really have to comprehend what's going on here. They are making things up. They are just completely bald face lying to the American people, and then they get outraged when you point it out. So this guy, this other representative, lies about this. Just slips it in, just says casually, as if it's true, that a police officer was bludgeoned to death. He's called out on this lie and good on Representative Bishop for calling it out. And his reaction is to start quibbling, start quibbling over minutia. Well, I, I would hope that you wouldn't say that Brian Sicknick wasn't killed by – the well, but he wasn't though. But he wasn't. I, and I would be well, – he says uh, I'd be very disappointed that you would deny what I'm claiming to be true. I'm disappointed in you. I thought you would care more. Care more about what? You're lying. You're full of crap. You're making things up. So oh, but you're disappointed that I'm not going along with it. You're disappointed that I'm not falling for your lie. Like they just they really throw throw everything there is, right? He says something that is a assertion of fact, right? He said a police officer was killed. He was bludgeoned to death by January 6th protesters. Says, wait, wait, that didn't happen. Says, oh, well, I, I didn't ma- I meant that he, his death was caused by the January 6th people. Okay, but that didn't happen either. The medical examiner and the Capitol Police have admitted that his death had nothing to do with the January 6th protest. Well, are you saying that 138 officers didn't die, right? Just like changing the topic, just dodging and shucking and, and jiving and trying to weasel his way out of his assertion he made the assertion and he can't back it up so you know part of me is like okay good on representative bishop for hearing that lie and calling it out and not letting it just pass you know giving giving it the tacit approval of of not objecting he should object but maybe i don't know maybe i'm just i'm just i just want more but you hear the way you hear the confidence and the like superiority of the democratic representative who's completely wrong completely lying but using this facade of self-importance to try to impose the lie on everybody else, right? Well, I, I, are you saying that 38 officers weren't injured and that four died as a result of... No, no. You're you're just making all of that up, and that's not the claim you originally made. Stop changing the point. I don't want... I mean, I do want representatives who call out the lies, but the way that they do it, I'm just disappointed in, because Bishop knows that he's right. He knows that Brian Sicknick was not killed. So why would you go? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, are you talking about sick? I'm just confused here. In all sincerity, I'm I'm confused at the assertion that me- that you made. No, no. You know the guy is lying. So why don't you go? you're full of crap. You're lying. You're trying to libel the peaceful protesters of January 6th with a death that never occurred. You're making this up. You're blaming them on bludgeoning a police officer death. That is a horrific, slanderous lie in an attempt to gin up hatred for innocent people. I demand an apology right now. Retract that statement before we go on. That's the type of aggression that we need from our representatives because they know the truth they know these people are lying and these people are going to weasel and try to make all these different claims as if you know their original lie it was just oh well it maybe it was a little bending of the no it was a lie it was a lie and they need to be called out for it and when they try to bring up other stuff as if that allows them to lie you know it just you need to call it out you need to call it out And you need to be mad that they're lying about your constituents. You need to be mad that they're making things up. They're literally making up deaths. A police officer was bludgeoned to death on January 6th. The truth is, as the Gateway Pundit reports, four Trump supporters were killed on January 6th, 2021 at the US Capitol, including two female Trump supporters that were killed by that by police that day and it was all caught on video one female trump supporter was shot dead in cold blood that needs to be the reaction that needs to be the response when they say a police officer was budget you need to say hold on first of all it's a lie and i demand an apology second of all the only people that were killed on january 6th if you care so much about the people killed during this protest were people murdered by the police so do you care about them or are you just going to make up somebody that doesn't exist and care about that fantasy of yours to portray trump supporters as violent how dare you how dare you lie in such flagrant disregard for the facts in this Congress? And how, how dare your Democrat colleagues support you in this? You're all on this lie together? You're all in favor of slandering innocent American citizens who themselves were under threat or actually were murdered that day? Her name was Ashley Babbitt. Like that's, that's the way you need to respond to these despicable liars. But you can only respond that way if you truly are – knowledgeable of the truth and confident in your veracity of what you believe and your rightness, then you can come out hard against these people. But, you know, instead we get people going, "Um, excuse me, I think maybe that you're mistaken on this. No, they're lying. They're despicable scumbag liars that are lying. So call them out for lying. Please, won't you? Won't you please call out the liars? It'd be very nice. Let's go to your phone calls once again. Omar in California wants to talk about the corruption in the Sunshine State. Thanks for calling in, Omar. You're on the air.
11: Hey, Harrison. How you doing, brother? Good, thank you. Hey, check it out. Uh, we have a small business out here in, uh, in Central California, and the crime is just skyrocketing. I mean, it is going out of control like like there ain't no small. Like, uh, young kids walking around with guns, younger, especially in the minority areas, you know, like the low-income areas. Kids walking around with guns, shooting at each other especially since they passed that bill or that law or whatever where the minors don't get uh, serious time for, for shooting or murder or whatever. Right. It, it's just, it is, I, I can't believe it. It's every day at our store, we just, another shooting, another murder, and, and I literally see people get out of jail within a week or two. Oh, my God. I see the same. I'm I'm, I'm dead serious. I am not even playing we run a little uh, smoke shop, and and we see the people come right out of jail, and and we're pr- we're pretty good with the neighborhood, so we're kind of neutral on it. But we see people that literally the other day, some guy stole a car right in front of the store and got out two days later.
3: Just no punishment, um, and and the, I mean the criminal people, you know, people act like criminal gangs are are not human beings, but, like, it happened because we were looking into this with the Parkland shooting and looking into the school-to-prison pipeline. It happened in Florida. I guess it's happening in California now, too, where they changed the law to go, look, minors shouldn't face jail time. They shouldn't even be sent to the police. We'll handle it in the school, and we'll suspend them for a few days, but we don't want it going on their record because we want to stop the school-to-prison pipeline. And what happened is the criminal gangs in the area went, oh, let's just use little kids for our crimes. So they literally well, would, re- yeah, would recruit kids.
11: Now a lot of them are using the youth to do everything, and I, I know a lot of them because we're familiar with the neighborhood. We're we're pretty good with them, and and they 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 admit it. They admit it, and I want to talk about another thing. Uh, just one more quick thing about Yemen. Yemen. Uh, I'm from Yemen. Hmm. Um, it, it is destroyed. Oh. I mean, people out there. A lot of the people I grew up with out there. Uh, I'm I'm in my early 30s. Uh, a lot of the guys I grew up with are, like, I don't know why a lot of people are suffering from, like, kidney failure out there a lot. Yeah, and they're, man, all dying no, they're dying being young. starved
3: out, man. There's no nutrition for them anymore.
11: Well, yeah, and I also noticed when I was out there that the bottles of water, they actually, um, they actually, uh, write, they put down how much fluoride is in the bottle of water out there, and it's, I think it was somewhere around .01, and, um, I started noticing in the past 20 years how men are becoming more, more feminine out there in their walk and how they walk and the, how they talk. It's just they're becoming demoralized by the by the chemicals in the water or whatnot. I, I don't know, but I'm starting to notice it from when I was there 20 years ago till now. It's wow. getting bad. And uh, if you can, can you give Alex Jones a message? some you know, thumbs up from. Uh, his brothers in Yemen, we love him. We appreciate him. We uh, we pray for him every day.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know, at least personally, that the thought has returned. Yemen is, it's amazing how strong Yemen is and how it's been able to resist the attacks it's been under for the last several years that nobody talks about in the mainstream media. Tragic.
0: The rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with wheatgrass, and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy, to make us vibrant, and to defend our immune systems. Now, over a year and a half ago, we came out with a product that was top sourced, top of the line, as good as it's going to get, but then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year. Finally, green fiber capsules, this big old bottle, jam-packed, is back in stock for a limited time at InfowarsStore.com 30% off. And this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside, but go to InfoWarsStore.com and look up green fiber capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the Info war and keeps us on air. We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarStore.com, Now back in stock. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead
13: i just have to say something man it seems like every time i turn on your broadcast you're bragging it just gets old man
0: i'm I'm gonna shut you down right now okay we're taking calls about your nomination do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down do you understand i'm ringing the alarm if that was happening to anybody else i'd be freaked out i mean what's it gonna take us being shut down is that what you want frank Free press needs your help, Frank.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: All right, folks, welcome back. It's American Journal Infowars.com. We're going to take more of your phone calls in just a second. I do want to remind you, maybe tell you about for the first time, that uh, there's a backlash coming to the Great Reset. The powers that be, the New World Order, the global government system really thought that they could get it done with a combo of Black Lives Matter riots, And defunding the police and mail-in ballots and the coronavirus pandemic and the vaccines and the January 6th event and calling all of the Trump supporters domestic terrorists. They really thought they'd get a lock on this whole human freedom thing. But humans instead are realizing what's going on, waking up to the reality of the situation and are fighting back against it electorally for now. Will the powers that be allow that to happen? They say no. And we'll show the video in just a second, but just as some examples as to the panic of the world order, this story from New York Times. Now, the original title of this story, when I looked at it, was – it's an opinion section in the New York Times. It was originally titled Sweden's Far Right is Rising. The current title, Sweden is Becoming Unbearable. Sweden is Becoming Unbearable. Now, this isn't about the skyrocketing rape statistics or crimes or number of bombings that have happened in Sweden, which may seem unbearable to some people, but that's being caused by the rapid influx of immigrants. So that's fine. That's good. That's not unbearable. What's unbearable is Swedish people being conservative. That's unbearable to this person who wrote this. It's incredible. So what happened is that the far-right party took 20% in Sweden's general election last week, sending shivers down the spines throughout the country. I mean not in the 20% of uh, people who voted for them, right? Not in the supporters of this. Like it's just amazing how they project their feelings on everybody. So again, to report on this, they're saying that the Swedish – electoral uh, process yielded results that were very favorable to the right wing. In other words, a bunch of Swedish people went out and voted for right wingers. And the New York Times interpretation of that is that it sent shivers down the spine all over Sweden as if the people in Sweden aren't the ones who actually cast these votes. So, yeah, it may be sent shivers down the spines of the weird little control freaks in the New York Times. Sure, you can express that for yourself, but you're – you're putting that like it's it's this weird cognitive dissonance where they love democracy unless it goes against what they want, and then suddenly it's terrifying and horrifying, and it it's not representative of the will of the people. It's actually just a small group of extremists that are imposing it on everybody else, and everybody's scared, and we're all scared, and you're scared. It's really amazing how they think this way. And it's very bizarre. Miss Falkenvist was quick to disavow any Nazi associations. Because she said, uh, Hail uh, Seger, the Swedish translation of the Nazi. Wait, wait. what is this? Oh, it means uh, weekend victory. Okay, it means weekend victory, but it sounds kind of like Sig Hail. So Hail Seger sounds a little bit like an inverse and and reorganized version of Sig Hail. So they're scared now. So now they're very scared. I mean, this this is the insanity. It's like, you know, every once in a while, you'll find. Infowars reports of, like, the Pope or maybe the President of the United States, like, doing some hand symbol, right? And it's like, whoa, that's the hand symbol for the devil. Why is this world leader doing, like, a weird occult hand symbol? But then it's like, well, no, that's the, that's the, it's the UT. It's hook'em horns. It's not, it's it's George Bush. He went to UT. He's doing the thing. It's not that big of a deal. But there's still, like, there's suspicion, and, and we're always kind of looking out for, like, little symbols to each other. But, man, that's, like, that's nothing compared to the way the people who run the world right now are obsessively looking into every little thing. Remember we covered it yesterday. One finger up. Well, that, that looks kind of like a, a Sig hail. actually. That kind of looks like what Hitler does. No, it doesn't. Raising your hand to pray. Well, they're raising their hand to pray, which actually means they're all secretly Nazis. And they all get together and and, and they talk about the white race. And they're all white supremacists because they raise their hand to pray. Like they're paranoid about this stuff. And so now I guess they have this, this phrase uh, – Weekend of Victory, which sounds kind of like a reorganized and, and mistranslated version of Sig Hale. So, so now that she has to disavow Nazis, now she has to disavow Nazis because the term Weekend Victory sounds kind of like, but not really at all like Hig- Sig Hale. So, this is how paranoid these people are, and this is the way they have to try to portray it to try to impose to everybody else that it's not okay to vote for right wingers. It's not okay. It's not all right. They say it's not all right. They don't want you to vote for. Right wingers, So they're going to take whatever you say or whatever you do, try to somehow, however tangentially or thinly related to something that they can maybe relate to Nazis and then call you a Nazi and force you to disavow and then write a big headline about how you were forced to disavow Nazis. That's how it works, and it's very clever. It's very clever, you guys. You're so clever. For Sweden, a country that, tra- that trades on being a bastion of social democracy, tolerance, and fairness, it's a shock. It's so shocking. But perhaps it shouldn't be. Steadily rising for the past decade, the Swedish far-right has profited from the country's growing inequalities, fostering an obsession with crime and antipathy towards migrants. Again, it's, you've really got to be able to read this for what it is. The fact is that with the Democrats and the left-wing in control – The country has grown massive inequalities. There has been a massive rise in crime, and most of that has come from migrants, which are and have swelled Sweden with uh, unprecedented numbers. But the way they present that is as if it's the right wing profiting off of this stuff by claiming it's the migrants and claiming there's crime. No, no, it's just a natural reaction when you're – when one political party gets in power and everything gets worse, people go to the other side. They realize that these policies that sound good actually are horrific. And so I guess, you know, and again, this is just you, to put yourself in the mindset of these New York Times writers is like, it's, I don't know, it's really like looking into the eye of a demon and realizing he's looking back into you. It's like, imagine, you know, being a Swedish person. And we've heard so many stories of people going, I grew up here. It was safe. It was pleasant. We played outside. Now, I wouldn't let my daughter walk through the streets. It's horrifying. She would be kidnapped and raped, and then the people wouldn't even be charged. They'd be given a two-week suspended sentence and be back out on the street the next day. Something is wrong here, to which the New York Times writer replies, oh, so you're racist and a Nazi, huh? Yeah, that's what it's like. You You have – personal experience and the negative effects of policies and then you're called a nazi for not wanting those policies to continue but it's not just in sweden in italy the far right is expected to win italy's election and rome's biggest political shift in decades it, uh, italy's voters head to the polls on sunday in a snap general election that's likely to see a government led by a far right party come to power the far right fratelli uh, fratelli d'italia party led by giorgia meloni is expected to win a majority of the vote leading a far right or a right-leaning, it should say, coalition into power. The vote could mark a big political shift for a pivotal European country dealing with ongoing economic and political instability. See, again, ongoing. The people in power have created An atmosphere of ongoing instability, inequality, lack of safety, lack of care for the actual citizens of the country. And so the citizens of the country are using their electoral rights and their power at the ballot box to reject the policies that are targeting and injuring them. And the powers that be are very mad, but they have plans. I'll show you the video on the other side. The EU commissioner. Ursula van der Vanderland saying that they have tools to prevent this type of thing happening in the future, and they're wielding them.
0: People ask me all the time, "What is your best nootropic?" You've got Turbo Force, you've got Brain Force Plus, and you've got Brain Force Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, "What's better, a Ford F-150 uh, or a Cadillac or a Ferrari?" It's different strokes for different folks. It. Varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. Turbo Force is 10 hours of clean, out of control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. Brain Force Plus is a long term acting, clean nootropic. This Brain Force Ultra is a super fast acting nootropic that incredible clarity but doesn't last very long they're all three different formulas and finally back in stock massively discounted BrainForce ultra is available at infowarsstore.com brain Force ultra back in stock infowarsstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today
2: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, uh, just to remind you, Sweden is experiencing a
3: hard shift to the right as the far right party took 20 percent in Sweden's general election last week, which The New York Times is here to tell you is unbearable unbearable, this democracy, when people vote wrong. We have to save democracy, except when they vote wrong, then it's terrifying and unbearable, and we have to stop it. Amazing. It's not just Sweden. Italy as well has taken a hard shift right. The far-right Fratelli d'Italia party, led by Giorgia Maloney, is expected to win a majority of the vote, leading a right-leaning coalition into Uh, into power it's the brothers of italy party stands out from the crowd and expected to gain the largest share of the vote for a single party it's been getting almost 25 percent of the vote according according to poll aggregator politiche 2022 far ahead of its nearest right-wing ally lega which is expected to get around 12 percent of the vote so again other european countries leaning to the right becoming more right-wing seeing what's happening with the effects of liberal policies and not liking it And also the Great Reset and voting for people who promise to stand up against it and not, again, use the fabricated fear of things such as the coronavirus to destroy all of your rights, privileges, and abilities in the country. Again, BBC, Italian elections, far-right leaner Maloney tells Italians, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah, there it is, that right-wing fear-mongering, playing on people's fears by telling them not to be afraid. What? Wait, hold on. Pretty amazing stuff. Italian election explained. Who's likely to win? Of course, the right-wing is. But they're not going to let this happen so easily. No, the loving, good controllers and elites and scions of noble families, such as Ursula Van der Leyen, who is the – we'll get into her ancestry in just a second. Just know she was not elected by anybody. She was appointed by the EU parliament. She was – she's head of the EU commission, which is the executive branch of the EU, but it's also the branch that proposes bills that can be passed. They have total control, but she's not – she can't be unelected by – she wasn't elected by people. wasn't a democratic process. It was very much a bureaucratic process that got her into power. And – here she is responding to the news that places like Sweden, in this case what she's responding to is Italy, moving more to the right, she uh, let slip a pretty daunting threat, honestly, is what you should call it. Uh, let's watch.
12: We'll see if things uh, go in a difficult direction. I've spoken about Hungary and Poland. We have tools. If things go in the right direction and people – as a body that is always, um, where always governments have to be accountable to play an important role.
3: Mm, they play an important role. Do you hear that? If, they go, if people vote to go to the right wing, we have tools for that. You know, look at Poland and Hungary, we have tools that we can use to get them back, get them thinking correctly once again. But if they, if they vote for the left, then it's good and we will accept the results of the election. Right. Veiled warning to Italy's right wing. This is the vaunted democracy that they're saving. This is the the world order that they're desperate to preserve. This loving, good, you know, people-focused democracy that they love so much, as long as you vote the right way. Yeah, of course you can vote. It's it's up to you. It's your decision. Just choose correctly. If you choose wrong, then we'll have to use the tools at our disposal to, uh, Get you back on the right track, okay? It's a veiled threat, but not even that veiled. Basically, an open threat. But it's interesting because you sort of wonder why is this happening in some countries and not others. It is a good question, and again, yeah, it's just it's hard not to get into the the ancestry of these people. But uh, this woman, uh, Ursula Vanderland, she's married to another guy who's like, it's like. In, eight, in 1986 she married fellow physician Heiko Vanderleyen of the Vanderleyen family of silk merchants <laughs> mother of seven children blah blah like they're all literally just like their families have been nobles and you know unelected like feudal leaders for hundreds of years and they all just happen to be appointed to these positions where they then use the power at their disposal to correct the democratic results of elections mm, so loving and good But so half the countries are going right wing and going, hey, actually, we don't like our countries being destroyed for the benefit of some unelected bureaucratic corporate leadership that despises us pretty openly. But in places like France and Germany, it's I mean, they're just openly acting against their own interest and against their own people. We covered the story yesterday, but it's from the telegram. Send asylum seekers to underpopulated countryside, says Macron, so the people in the the French countryside are like, we are collapsing, sir. We are, we are being destroyed. We cannot survive in this world. And they're like, don't worry. We're going to replace you with Syrians. So it's fine. It's fine. Your farms are going to become ghettos and hovels where government-supported migrants get flown by us to replace you. So you're welcome. It's good. German government. Germany doesn't have a big right-wing push right now that might be because the german government is actively subverting and destroying their ability to get any electoral victory german government creates hundreds of fake right-wing extremist social media accounts german domestic intelligence agencies are operating hundreds of fake right-wing extremist accounts on social media according to a report by german newspaper zeitung these fake agents are inciting both hatred and violence the report states this is the future of information gathering an agent told the newspaper so again you've got Uh, Just think about how hard it is to get anything even remotely right-wing done in Europe where you have the European Union actively undermining your attempts to – Govern the country that you love and care about, and you also have the intelligence agencies going in and disrupting any attempt to organize by injecting violence and and anger into it and then saying, oh, see, they're they're extremists, so we have to shut them down. I mean just imagine. But of course in addition to Macron announcing that he's going to destroy French towns by over – Loading them with migrants, Germany, Greens plan to ban native Germans from a third of jobs to promote diversity. In the name of promoting diversity, the ruling Green Party in Germany, the city of Hanover, plan to ban a third of native citizens from applying for government jobs so they can be given to migrants. It's not even subtle. It's not even – they don't even try to couch it in a way that it seems like it's beneficial for the German people. Or the French people, they are just openly telling you now, we are replacing you. We are banning you from holding jobs that you, the natives of this country, the natives of Germany, the indigenous people of this country are now being openly discriminated against in favor of foreigners who just arrived a couple years ago. Unbelievable. And you wonder why the right wing is rising in Europe. It's because – if you, It's because the entire country – the entire continent would be overwhelmingly right-wing if it weren't for the concerted and continuous efforts of the government bureaucrats and intelligence agencies to constantly keep down the right-wing vote. This isn't democracy. They claim democracy, and they are as authoritarian as they get. It's a one-party rule. It's all populated by people who have – You want to talk about generational wealth, generational wealth and privilege and superiority that goes back hundreds of years. And then they tell you that if you're against them, you're a dangerous extremist who is a threat to democracy. That's how open this despicable lie is. And thank God at least some of the European people are using the little power that they have, that little vote that they have to push back against this monstrosity that's attempting to dismantle them. Right out in the open. All right, we're going to go directly out to your phone calls in the next segment. Fear not, Paul in Montana, Jennifer in Pennsylvania, definitely Jefferson in South Dakota. We're going to talk to all of you on the next side. I do want to take this moment to remind you, go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get the Immune Super Pack. It's three of our best-selling and most powerful supplements and vitamins. And look, folks, if you're not taking vitamins, you should be. And if you are taking vitamins, you should be buying them from the good guys it's the same stuff that you can get on the shelf at any you know natural grocery store it's just you're buying it directly from the good guys meaning that 100% of the profits go right back into waging this war of information dna force plus vitamin d3 and the vitamin c with rose hips all of these combine them up get a bigger discount than ever before and get your immune system working well the ultimate fluoride
2: free charcoal mouthwash is now available at infowarsstore.com and drjonesnaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine it is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by dr jones naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high quality charcoal. Not only fluoride free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new Activated Charcoal Mouthwash right now at Infowarsstore.com. The best-selling
4: book in America last week was The Great Reset and the War for the Worlds, written by... Alex Jones. Jones sold more than 56,000 copies of his book last week. But the New York Times lied about that because the New York Times doesn't want you to know that. The New York Times wants you to believe that Alex Jones is more discredited than the New York Times. The paper that started the Iraq war by lying about weapons of mass destruction and got a million people killed. So they lied about his book. The Great Reset and the War for the World. The historic book that lays out the plans of the Great Reset Death Star and exposes the New World Order's plans for global enslavement. Get your copy now at Amazon.com to keep the book at number one and InfoWarsStore.com to help keep InfoWars on the air. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. Now number one in the world.
2: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: All right, folks, directly out to your phone calls. We're gonna be joined by Dave Lugo in the third hour to talk about his new movie called Welcome Home. The first original production by My Movies Plus. I've been championing My Movies Plus here because America needs good content. We need good entertainment. We need good stories told by decent people. Instead what we get is recycled Hollywood hogwash, 50-year-old stories retold in a worse and more disgusting way. Why would we ever want that? We need new stories. There it's not there's not a lack of creative or artistic people. There's a lack of decent people at the top to let them do their craft. But I won't get on about that. Let's go to Paul in Montana. You have intel on pre-election inspections and audits. Give us the intel, Paul.
12: First, I want to say God bless you, and you're a smart man. May the Lord Jesus Christ protect you and your family. And let's all say a prayer for Alex. Let's pray all the time, because the most powerful weapon in the world is the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray uh, that the angels surround Alex and his family, and this show trial gets over quick. Amen. Amen, uh, thing, First thing I want to say is I've talked to a retired judge, and uh, I know Alex has got a smart attorney, but they asked. Him to ask his attorney to see if the, the subpoena of the phone records because we're getting uh, some uh, some static that the lawyer went around calling the parents. The parents didn't say like I'm I'm so depressed I need to call a lawyer and sue somebody. This this goon this ambulance chaser called all the the people up and and talked them into signing up. So if that's the case, they can throw it out. And the other thing is the subpoena of the judge judge and that lawyer's records because there's some there's some intel saying that they met. Uh, and, and had dinner before the show trial started. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, the, the, regarding the, the elections, dear God, please, uh, Mike Lindell, everybody, listen to this. If you go to, like, well, I got a friend down in, in uh, Nevada, uh, the uh, Democracy Suite 5.12 high high CC scanner, because all the evidence we need are in the Secretary of State's uh, uh, website. They, uh, they installed these new Democracy Suites uh, Dominion scanners from the guy, Waldo Singh, salesman for Dominion. And what they are, she, uh, she wrote, uh, Barbara Zagaski's got all memos submitted as evidence that they're failed. So what they do is they load these scanners with paper and they and they push a button and they wait for the score and then, then they just, uh, 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 the scanners are failing and they know it, but she let it happen anyway. So what we need is a pre-election uh, inspection of the software and the systems right now because mm-hmm. we always get our, our butts whipped and then try to figure out what happened later. The best thing is that we need to do that now because they installed these scanners. It's digital computers counting paper, so we need to do that right now. It's, it's a big deal, an emergency on that. That's a great, uh, Switching uh, channels. Uh,
3: That's a very very good thought. Uh, No, it's it's a bunch of good information very rapidly. Thank you, Paul. I want to go to some other callers. We do have some more, and this will be our last chance to take them before we welcome our guest. But uh, that's a very good thought, and please do reach out to your local representatives and advocate for this and let them know. It doesn't matter how hard you campaign, uh, campaign, how good your argument is if your enemies are counting the votes and are not being held accountable for the mistakes or the crimes that they commit, the mistakes they make or the crimes they commit. So – That would be a very good first start. Uh, Since we were on the topic of the trial, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I do want to hear from you. Let's go to Jefferson in South Dakota who wants to talk about Norm Pattis, uh, who I will say is doing a fantastic job. I mean, my goodness, if I'm ever in trouble, Norm Pattis will be the first person I call. What are your your thoughts on this, Jefferson?
7: Oh, big Norm Pattis shout-out for his courage. He is a true legend. He's securing his place in American history in my opinion, I've been watching the uh, the recent stuff on the Kangaroo Court channel. And with all respect to the people that want the trial to end early, if these plaintiffs were smart, they would end this thing early. Keep this trial going. It's the most legendary, classic stuff you've ever seen. And it's making Alex look like the real man, the hero that he is, which is why we got to support because they just happened to leave out that yeah, you're making money on this and that. Yeah, he's running InfoWars, folks. And, what, is he supposed to get money the honest way? Like, doing people over their speech or, or sending armed IRS? You know, I mean, it's just, it is classic, folks.
3: It is pretty entertaining. You know, one of the clips that has gone pretty viral was the last part of yesterday's questioning of Alex Jones, where it really got out of control, and, and it was it was pretty wild, and... Yeah, you got to go watch it for yourself. A lot of people are complaining about the judge saying sh- she needs to control her courtroom. I would agree with that. But the clip that's been going around, the YouTube video that they cut out, they didn't include the follow-up to it, which was Norm Pattis laying out his perspective on what just happened. And he puts the whole thing in a in a different perspective and, and really lays the blame squarely on the soldier, uh, the shoulders where it belongs. So if if you've watched that video and you've seen them blow up and they're yelling over each other, that's not the end of it. you got to go find the full video and watch what Norm Pattis has to say about his objections afterwards. And it, it really puts in perspective who was in the right and who was in the wrong during that contentious ex- exchange. But thank you for that, Jefferson. Uh, let's go to – we've got Tim in, Calif- uh, Tim in California who wants to talk about the Border Patrol seizing enough fentanyl to kill 2.7 billion people. Good Lord, what is that? A cup and a half of fentanyl. I mean that stuff's so dangerous. But no, that's that's a lot of fentanyl. Thanks for calling in Tim, you're on the air.
1: Yes,
13: yesterday, 2.7 billion lethal doses, which turns out there's 333 million Americans. So every man, woman, and child, there's enough doses there to kill them times 8. 8x. Eight oh, you got 8 times enough doses to kill every single man, woman, and child in America. But check this out just this morning. Patrick Morrissey the West, Virgin- West Virginia Attorney General has asked the DE- DEA to start looking into this new drug. They don't have a name for it, but it's 10 times more lethal than fentanyl. Oh,
3: good Lord.
13: And, and by the way, fentanyl, well, fentanyl, as is, is 50 times more deadly than heroin and 100 times more deadly than morphine. So just mm-hmm. add in zero onto both of those.
3: Jeez. Uh, yeah, What is it? It's the new hip drug cyanide. I mean, what is how could it even be that I, dangerous? I mean, that I, is almost unbelievable. I don't think
13: it's I don't even think it's drugs at this point. I really do believe this is just poisoning. They, no. They're they just preparing a mass poisoning type thing. Wow. See, there's not enough people to take that much drug. It, it, it's a poisoning thing. They're killing us without anyone putting on
1: uniforms.
3: No, it's it's horrific. Uh, you know, Matt, my producer is one who came up with the title of the the big segment we did on fentanyl earlier this week, calling it the, you know, a second opium war. And that's what it is. I mean, go, go watch, go look at the old opium war between England and and China, where they were using opium as a weapon to destroy and weaken their opponents before, you know, attacking them militarily. I mean, that's exactly what's happening here. It's incredibly worrying. I did just see that Biden has put aside $1.5 billion to dealing with opiate overdoses, which you know, which is no, which is fine, which is good, good. If we're going to be spending a, bil- a billion dollars, I'd rather it go to helping Americans who are dealing with drug addiction or withdrawal or overdoses than being spent on Sidewinder missiles to blow up Russians in Ukraine. Like, good, that's where the money should be going. It's just the track record of the United States government when they get involved is anything is that it gets significantly worse. So who knows? It will be like we put $1.5 billion into this fund to stop – Opium addiction. And what? so what we're going to do is spend that $1.5 billion to create opium dispensary machines on every corner, right? It will be something like that uh, that will just completely backfire. So I don't have a lot of hope, but hey, they're desperate, right? The Biden administration is like we got to act like we're doing something. The world is going to crap in our hands, and we need to, for the midterms, do something to try to stop things from absolutely spiraling out of control. So that's good to see. It's good to see. Let's go to – We only have time for maybe one more. Let's go to Jennifer in Pennsylvania. Thanks for calling in, Jennifer. You're on the air.
10: Good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Well, I was on CNN um, yesterday, actually.
3: Oh no, we, we, she dropped her call. Darn it. I'll tell you what she, what she told us. She said that she was on CNN yesterday and they interviewed her, but she said they did not want the truth. So I was looking forward to hearing how they, how they tried to manipulate her statements. But unfortunately sounds like maybe she, uh, the call dropped. Unfortunate. Uh, let's go to Steve in Illinois. He wants to talk about the mayor of New York, who has now announced that they're going to be housing illegals on cruise ships Isn't that nice, Steve.
8: Hey, how you doing, man? Um, yeah, I I seen that on the news the other day and it just kind of made me stop and wonder like is the Democratic Party really putting these people here specifically just to exploit the system? Because even if they wanted to embrace it, how are you going to embrace it when you're stuck living on a cruise ship? There's nothing you can really do.
3: Right. No, it's it's like a floating prison. It's great. It's wonderful and loving, Steve.
8: Yeah, that so so that just kind of threw me, man, like and it also kind of struck my mind while I was waiting on the call. Could the coronavirus lockdowns be a way that when they lock down cruise ships, could that be like what they're going to do to them, and maybe possibly send them back on it?
3: You know, I don't know. It is it is pretty ridiculous though, especially when you consider that New York State has. Upwards of like a hundred thousand homeless people right now, and it's the immigrants that get to live on cruise ships courtesy of yeah. the taxpayers. Send them back. Put put Americans on the cruise ships if you have to put anybody. I'm sick of this just suffocating our country for the benefit of foreigners who have no desire to even be Americans. It's it's absurd. We'll be back on the other side. Stay tuned. Why
4: don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Okay. Because one of the ways that your audi- you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right?
0: Infowars.com forward slash crypto.
4: Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All
2: right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as
3: a
0: clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So, I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep going. We'll just keep, we'll just keep
4: minting money as you're in this courtroom. All
6: right, let's move on.
4: Running.
7: And people care about the First Amendment. And,